internally by something that's making them do this. Oh, good. That's great. We probably killed innocent people. Oh, and it's a nat 20. Yeah. So Against me? Against you. Inconceivable. Well, he's already been hit before. Okay, but more dice. Okay. Far be it for me to get between you and more dice. What do I want to do? I think I'm just going to shoot them because they're icky. Um, they are icky. Edit it out. Edit it out. Chapter 174. Ceto Morphosis. Okay. So in the last episode, you guys had all uh, faced off against a group of illithids, a bunch of mind flayers. And, and how well did that go? Better than I it thought. It went ill for us. Very ill for us. Not very poorly. Yeah. Um, it, it went bad, but it was better than we thought it would be halfway through round one. Yeah, when half of the group was stunned, yeah, that was. Uh, it looked a little bit, uh, a little bit precarious there to begin with, but yeah, you guys were able to pull victory out of the jaws of defeat there. And when half the group was stunned, and uh, one of the party members was down, and yeah, we weren't healed at all, things like that. And uh, um, obviously, as we pointed out at the end of the last episode, um, you know from. Uh, the research you've done on illithids in the past that they are all a part of a hive mind. So they all share one consciousness, one awareness. So obviously having encountered you that now the entire hive of illithids knows that you're there. So um, the uh, clock is ticking as they say. And uh, anyway, uh, that's the uh, good news. Uh, I have to actually inject something. Oh yes. Um, what did the uh, elithid say when you pulled him away from the hive mind? What did the elithid say when you pulled him away from the hive mind? I don't mind. Uh, I just oh. made that up now. You can tell. Okay. <laughs> Edit it out. Edit it out. <laughs> oh, no. We're leaving that one in there. That's going in the beginning. Yes. It is definitely going in the beginning. Anyway, uh, so... The uh, dust settles here. The illithids' bodies have hit the floor, tentacles flopping every which way. Um, and uh, you can hear some shuffling coming from down the hall. Uh, it's not uh, present, but something's definitely can, coming down the hall at you guys. And um, what do you want to do? do you, you got a, a few short moments here before something happens. So uh, what, what, uh, what do you need to do? Does it sound elithid-type shuffling like we heard before, or bigger, or wider, or what? Um, well, it's kind of tough to tell. Um, it's either bigger, or there's just more creatures coming. It's uh, definitely definitely a, a louder noise than the uh, the three illithids that you just faced. So either it's more illithids or something. Can we put an elithid robe on and try to disguise ourselves? <laughs> 
Um, probably not from a hive mind. They yeah, were probably not invisible or something, or or uh, mean turn us into elephants or something. Yeah, I was gonna suggest seeming too. That would only make us look like elephants. Yeah, and and as Bryce was pointing out, they have a hive mind, so it'd be like, oh look, it's strange elephants that aren't part of our hive. One thing I'm going to do is grab my necklace and recharge a third level spell slot. Okay. Anybody else want to do anything before? Uh, well, coming this along? time, what I would like to do is get my short bow and ready it. Okay. So that as a reaction, before they zap me with their brain stuff, I can shoot one of them. I'm going to do that too. That's a good idea. So you're going to grab. I uh, can I'm not to shoot them, but I want to make sure I get a shot. I want to make sure who what they are and get the first shot and guaranteed. Okay. So um, no one's going to ready a short bow, and then Adri's going to grab no one's short bow and ready it as well. Did I get that right? Okay. Yes, definitely. Okay, good. No, I'll I'll get my longbow out. And okay, get, good. Get ready as well. Okay, so anything else? Uh, uh, any anything from Craval's corner there or Arlen's? Uh, not really. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, anyone use? Unless you say otherwise, I think uh, Arlen still has a death ward on. And yes. Everybody but me and myself and um. Connor, I think. Actually, even all of us still have eight on as well, to varying degrees. Okay, very good. Yep, all, everything is in force from uh, the last combat because it just happened. And then coming around the corner in front of you are actually six creatures. We do technically need a ready condition mm -hmm. for our ready. We can't just say we're ready. So when... Um, we're, if if they move to attack us upon entering the room. Excellent. Or if they're a lifted's period. That sounds yeah. very wise. <laughs> and interestingly enough, they are not lithids. Um what you see shambling towards you is a pack of six humanoids. Two of them are drow, a male and a female. Um and those are the, obviously the taller ones there. Um daggers and Staff, we'll call those two. So the camera's moving, and it makes me feel like the bridge has just been hit by a photon torpedo or something. <laughs> red alert! Red alert! Okay, so if you could point to the two tall ones there, Rice. There we go. Daggers and staff. And then behind them are actually um, two Darrow um, and a uh, what, Adri, you recognize as a deep gnome. And so the, the ones on the, the far side here, uh, you've got uh, down because his dagger is pointing down and sword in front of him. And then in back is the gnome with uh, a pick in his hand. So we'll call that one pick. And then, but interestingly enough, in the front uh, rank, there is an actual surface dwarf. Um, and we'll call that one hammer. So daggers and hammer and then uh, sword and staff down and pick. And um, they are... I guess shambling is not the right word, shuffling towards you. And um, they have a disquieting blank stare. Their eyes are just wide open and they don't even seem to blink all that often. And uh, they're kind of almost a slack expression on their face. And they're just kind of shuffling towards you. And each one is carrying 
basically an improvised club in their hands. They've got just either a piece of metal or a piece of wood. It seems like whatever they could pick up on a moment's notice. And Do, do I know if um, illithids have the ability to enthrall people? Is that a thing they can well, do? Let's roll a, uh, a uh, intelligence check and see what you know. Good news is Adria is not very smart. So uh, five. Uh, no, you've you've heard about slaves, but you don't know much more than that. Just that, uh, you know, the, the rumor is that the Illithids have slaves in their quarters of other races. Can I tell, do they, I mean, our party has been charmed in one way or another before, like by the succubus. Do they mm -hmm. look like that? Uh, give me an insight check. That's a big eight. Okay. Um, with an eight, you know that they're not in their right mind, but that's about all you can figure out. They don't, they don't seem normal. Do they seem like they've noticed us? Um, they are shuffling directly towards you uh, as if you are. Well, they target. were shuffling anyway. Do they uh, seem to just be shuffling down the hall or shuffling kind of with the intent to come to us? Their, uh, their kind of blank slack eyes are uh, all focused on you guys. And you would, you would assume that they're coming to see you. Adri, do you recognize the, uh, any of the drow there? You do not, Adri. These are totally strangers to you. I just wanted to assume the worst. So, so Arlen, do you have anything that can, like, unmind wipe or blast or something like that? What do you have up your sleeves? The only thing that I really have is dispel magic. And I don't think that that would apply to illithids. And Creval, do you have like a sanctuary spell, Andy? Nope, nothing to give us any place or someplace safe to go. I was thinking to cast on one or more of them. No. Okay, well, um, there. So my condition holds true. I will have my bow, and if they attack, I will fire. Okay. Um, well, they are going to move. Um, 30 feet closer. How far away are they now? So they've closed about half of the distance to you guys and are beginning to appear around the corner. And actually, let's all roll initiative just in case anybody wants to do something. So, um, Cotter? 13. Okay. And Creval? 8. A little uh, uh, flat-footed there. And um, no one? 23. Wow. Making up for everybody else. Yeah. Hold on just a second for Adri. <laughs> I got a nine for initiative. Okay. Not incredible on the initiative. And Arlen, you going to uh, help out here? I got a 14. Oh, okay. Okay, real good. Okay, so they are continuing to shamble forward. Um, let's move them another 30 feet forward. That's real close. That is real close. Are you guys going to do anything as they approach? I'm going to get in front of the squishier people. Okay. I would like to ready a firebolt for if they attack one of us. Okay, and they are just kind of, you know, like in the zombie movies where the, the zombie mass just keeps 
kind of going on, going on, you know, marching forward at the at the poor hapless villagers. That's pretty much the vibe you're getting here. Okay, okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna set my bow down and ready my claws, and I'll use my reaction on to move to attack the first one that attacks any one of the party members. Okay. Mm -hmm. Likewise for me. Real good. Okay, so, and then um, at this point in time, Hammer will move forward. And who, are you in the front there? Yep. Cutter, and uh, attempts to uh, take a swing at you with his club. And... Gets an eight. Just kind of whooshes right by you. And it's going to get so many arrows in it right now. Yeah, and now that's my reaction. So yeah, I'm going to run up and attack. Okay. Moving forward. Okay. And you can roll to attack. Okay. And I don't get to do any key stuff just yet. It's a reaction. So I will do uh, three claw strikes. A 19. That hits. I only get two. two. You're yeah. right. So okay. that's for seven. Okay. Thank you for keeping us uh, on the uh, yeah. straight and true there, Jesse. And my extra attack is a, um, rolled the 26. That hits. 411. Okay. And it's really weird. Um, oh, it's almost like with the with the zombies that you guys have faced that you, they, uh, you know, you, you slash them and you hack them um, and they like, don't even really acknowledge that they've been hit. I mean, obviously there's bleeding and gashed, but you know, you, you would think that they, uh, that nothing had happened to them. They just kind of just keep on keeping on. Okay. And next sword moves up and, uh, goes, um, well, your... I still get my reaction. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. Hey. And um, my reaction. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so my axe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got a 27 to hit, I, I guess it would be the same hammer uh, that okay, just good. Hit. Yeah. So Definitely. that would be nine points of damage. Okay. And then the second arrow was 24 to hit. Yeah, definitely. Um, for six points of damage. Oh, and that's exactly what it needs to fell him. So you just tunk, 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 down he goes. Okay. And then um, sword will shamble forward. What about my reaction? Uh, did you want to attack anybody really quick? Yes. The next closest one, please. Okay. That would be daggers. Cool. Um, this is with a fire bolt in mm -hmm. 18 to hit 18 does hit they're just sort of dressed in in rags um obviously the uh drow you recognize the the um rags of the the typical drow attire the uh rest of them are all just you don't even know what their attire looked like they're just kind of just like I said rags hanging them off at this point in time i got 26 points of damage wow so that hurt um, yeah, so you just actually incinerate a whole hole, but once again, the uh, the uh, drow doesn't react at all. And uh, so um, we've fought undead before, right? Mm -hmm. So we would know at this point upon hitting them if they are getting hit and mauled, kind of in the same way that typical undead would. Yeah, I these, would guess. these so, definitely are not undead. Uh, this is reminds oh, you more of. The, I feel kind of bad. This is, reminds you more of the uh, fight with the uh, mushroom zombies early on uh, where they were definitely uh, definitely still living being or, you know, humanoids, but, uh, but they're like 
being attacked internally by something mm-hmm. that's making them do this. Oh, good. That's great. We probably killed innocent people. Um, yeah. Or put them out of their misery. One of the two. You can look at it that way. Okay. I will so, choose to look at it that way. Yeah. So sword, <laughs> sword moves forward and goes after Noan there. Uh, I'll use my reaction to attack him. Okay. And Noan, this is a 13 to hit you. Just once again, just swooshes by you. And it doesn't even come close. Nope, not even close. I mean, it literally doesn't. It just swooshes by and you just like just step back. Reaction. And your reaction attack is a 21. Yeah, that definitely does. Four. 10 points of damage. Okay. That hurt him. Okay. And then um, next up on the hit parade is um down who moves forward 30 feet and he'll go right in front of no on there if he can mm-hmm. and takes a swing at no i'm gonna go with a different d20 though that last one wasn't working out at all oh and it's a nat 20 Yay. so against me against you inconceivable and there we are Okay, and that's 10 points of damage as he clubs you pretty soundly. Okay, and then uh, Pick moves forward. And can Pick get in range? I mean, he could continue around. No okay, one. Uh, very good. Okay, so he, and once again goes after uh, Noan. And this time only gets a 10 to hit, so Noan's going to dodge that very effectively. And then the other two will move forward, but they can't get within range I mean, of actually striking, They right? can. Or can they? It's, like, really weird, oh. but they can get, like, okay. all the way around no one. Okay, good. So, yeah, daggers will go after no one then. No one, you're just very popular today. Yeah, thanks, Bryce. You should have just hugged the wall like I did. Oh, and another nat 20. I like this new dice. Um, this one's only eight points of damage, though. Not too terribly damaging there. And if um, you wanted to, staff could like completely overextend and get behind no one. Um, but that's like moving through. Yeah, I think staffs are just going to move forward there. And Cotter, you get to go. Okay, I'm going to attack sword there twice. Okay. First attack is a twelve. No, for once they step aside. What a shame. Second attack is a 13. No, wait, no, that's a 15. Never mind. It hits. Okay. And that will deal 13 points of damage. Ooh, really? Wow. Okay. So he, you know, once again, you just, you know, whack him right in the side of the head and he uh, just, you know, barely even acknowledges that it happened. Okay. And uh, Kraval, did you have anything saved up or are you going to do something here? I don't have anything saved up, but if it's my turn, I have an action and a bonus action, Dave. Okay, you do that. Uh, bonus action, uh, second level, I will send a healing word into no one, and he will get uh, 10 points of healing. And then Thank I'll, you. Then just the one that looks the most hurt, I will cast Toll the Dead on him. That, which would, is a that would be Daggers. Now, Daggers will get Toll the Dead. And that's a wisdom save, I think. Yes, sir. 
And they get an 11. Nope. And they take 23 points of necrotic damage. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's enough. And Daggers just collapses in a heap on the floor. And that's my turn. Okay. And um, then we start at the top of the round there. Noan, you're being surrounded. What are you going to do? First, activate a key for patrons. Does reaction... So that superseded our turns? Yeah, you guys, you guys basically got to go first in the round. And uh, uh, okay. Okay. I, I just basically moved you out of uh, you know initiative order, and you guys just got to all go at once. I guess that makes sense, because yeah. otherwise... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a surprise. Okay, so I'm the one that... I'm looking at my figure the there. And who's that one right and you're surrounded by these four who are enemies i'm gonna go to the one that looks like it's in green uh that pick that one yeah yep so i will uh do three strikes on that so a 28 yes uh for 10 ouch 17 yes again or six or seven. Okay, not so quite so much ouch. Eighteen. Yes. For fourteen points of damage. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. So you basically just Those see D eights. Yeah. You just see uh no one just basically just rip into uh the uh deep gnome and just you know, bloody gashes, um, but uh still standing and once again just doesn't even seem to acknowledge that it even has been, you know, rent within an inch of his life, basically. Okay, and then sword gets to go, and we'll go after Cotter there because he's right in front, and gets a fifteen to hit you, Cotter. I believe that doesn't make it through that your armor does class. Not. Okay, so it just bounces off your shield, and then down gets to go and goes after Noan. And gets a 17 to hit, but I don't believe that's even close to yours, is it, Noan? I dodge easily. Okay, and Arlen, you get to go. Okie dokie. It's, okay, so the one in the corner is Cotter, and then diagonal down to him is that is me. Noan, right? That is Noan, yep. Okay. And then I'm... You're this guy. Standing near the back. That one? Okay. You can see the white um, of your I, glass, I guess. Well, um, let's do another firebolt against um, staff. Okay, roll to hit. 23. 23 does hit. 15 points of damage. Okay. My dice just flew everywhere. Oh, well. Okay, anything else? That's all for my turn. Okay. And so then Pick goes and takes a swing at no one because no one's taking swings at him and gets a 19 to hit. No one, I think you just barely misses you. Well, and he also gets disadvantage, Not but true. either way, 19 misses. Yep. So he really got a six. So yeah. Um, yeah. So just one, once again, just, you know, they seem to clumsily swing their improvised clubs at you and, and, uh, and just go swinging wide. And then Cotter. I so. sneer at them. Okay. I'm going to attack um, Sword mm -hmm. 
twice, or at least once. Let's see. The first one is a natural 20. Oh, wow. So I'll use a first level Divine Smite because I'm out of higher level spell slots, which makes me sad. Well, he's already been hit before. Okay, but more dice. Okay. Far be it for me to get between you and more dice. My sword's not on fire. It is Dang. not. Okay, anyway, so two from that. Two from that. Two from that. Okay, yeah, this is the right number of dice. All right. So eight, 10, 16, 17, 22, 25 points of damage. Ooh, ouch. Yep, so that finishes him off, just smites him to the ground. All right, and then I will move into his square and attack staff. Okay. And that is a 11. No, just uh, overreach, and he uh, just steps wide of it there. And Adri, you get to go. Okay, um, I'm going to... Wait, am, I, am I the backmost corner one or the that one? Okay. So which one's... Which one's Craval? Uh, Craval is this one in the back. Oh. With the oh. spear. It looks so much... Head. I don't know if it's the camera angle, but it looks so much smaller than the mini that's mine, so I just assumed it was the other way around. <laughs> your, your mini has a cloak on. It's sort of like the bear thing. You hold a jacket over your head and you look bigger. <laughs> All right. I'm going to... Ex- do I want to do? I think I'm just going to shoot them because they're icky. Um, they are icky. <laughs> um, I'm going to do in two shots on the one that missed no on this last time. Uh, pick. Yes. So first is 27 to hit. Uh, definitely hits. One. Both of the D8s that I rolled for damage fell off the table, so hang on. <laughs> Sounded like quite a disaster. Ten, 10 points of damage for that one. Okay, and you just plung him in the, right in the chest, and you just see the eyes roll up into the head, and it just collapses. Perfect. Then the one right next to it, I'm going to use my second shot on. Okay, go after down. Uh, yes, 17 to hit. Yes. Or 13 points of damage. Okay, that's the first time that one's been hit. Okay, Creval. Uh Just a request for a damage report across the board. Who's hurt besides me? I'm at 36. I'm down 30. Okay, so no one's down 30 and... Uh, Not down a lot. I'm down about 15. Uh, 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 but I can heal myself up if someone needs it more. Potter, what are you doing? I'm down 60. Okay, then I'll send another second level of healing word to Cotter. And that will be for... No, I don't have any higher than this. Oh, Five points of healing. Sorry, I rolled two ones. Oh, good. It's more than zero. Five! <laughs> Two wands, what do you want me to do? And then I will cast uh, uh, Toll the Dead on the one right in front of the red guy with the staff. Uh, the one that, that one's down. You could attack down or staff. Which one looks most banged up? Um, they're both about equal, so take your take your choice. And the taller one. I'll just okay. Toll the Dead on him. On the staff, okay, good. 
And his wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Six. No. So close. Uh, 15 points in the chronic. Ooh, and that's ouch. And that one, actually, you do see him stagger briefly, um, but uh, still standing. Anything else? That's it. It's my turn. Okay. And then Staff will go and try to swing its club at uh, Cotter right in front of him and gets a 12 to hit. I don't think that's going to do anything to you, Cotter. Nope. Nope. And um, then... Everybody else is down except our good, the good guys. So back up to the top for Noah. Noah, you got uh, down in front of you, and that's about it right now. Down in front. Yes. Well, he is going to go down. So let's just. And how banged up does down look? Um, he got hit once really hard. So got an arrow sticking out of him. Uh, I think I'm going to conserve a key, and I'm just going to uh, strike three times. That's a 26. Yes, that would do it. Uh, that's for 14. Okay, still standing, but looks pretty haggard. Another 26 for 13. Um, yep, that would uh, definitely do it. And down goes down. And is there anyone else who needs to... Be... Just staff over okay. there. I'm going to step up behind staff and I get advantage there. Mm -hmm. Oh, 26 again, but let's see if it's in that 20. Nope. And that is nine. Okay. And you just see uh no one vault around uh, staff and just, yeah, you know, punch him in the back of the head and you hear a crunching noise and uh, staff collapses in a heap. And uh, you're just surrounded by um, all these thralls uh, that uh, you've put out of their misery, I guess. So this was a lot easier of a fight than the last one was? Um, yeah, actually, uh, roll me insight at this point. Oh, can I just make the statement? Okay, make what statement you're going to make. Okay, I think that they're just trying to slow us down before more of them can get in a group and come after us yeah, militarily that would seem that yeah they've just mm -hmm. basically thrown whatever they had to get in your way to slow down your progress i also rolled a 12 on my insight so that might yeah. be wrong well they sure. saved themselves about 15 seconds so good on them i'm gonna take a moment and meditate and heal myself up 33 points of healing here okay how long does that take anyways it's just like it's an action, so a few seconds. I'm going to cast a first level cure wounds on myself. Okay, anybody else want to do anything while we're taking a, a quick round here? Real high. Okay. Can I use a hit die? Uh, that would take a lot longer than we have right now. Okay. I mean, you, I mean, you can if you want to, if you want to sit around for like, you know, 15, 30 minutes and waiting for whatever's no. coming around the corner. <laughs> So we should move on in, unless we're going to do yes, something else. Forward. What was that? Let's move forward. Let's not stay here. Okay. Anyone else have anything to do before we start moving? No? Okay. Nope. Okay. So you guys start heading down the hallway there. And um, once again, um, 
the architecture here is just a little bit disquieting. Um, once again, like, like it wasn't built using the architectural laws that, you know, your buildings usually follow. And um, the uh, passageway just curves. There doesn't seem to be a straight line anywhere in this entire place so far that you've seen. It's just a curving passageway. And um, after about 100 feet, you uh, encounter um, a uh, T in the passage, I guess. Uh, not a T, but um, a crossroads. So there's two uh, passages that go off to the right and the left, and the main passageway continues straight forward. So this is a T just realized. This is like a crossroads. Uh, well, there, there's definitely an intersection of passageways going right and left, and the main passage continues forward. Are you going uh, to move up to that uh, crossroad there? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know where to go. Does anybody else? I mean, I don't think anyone does, really. So which way do you want to tempt things? Question. Okay, well, as you move up to the crossroad, you kind of take a peek right and left, and the uh, passageway goes about 10 feet, and it appears to open up into another one of those same rooms that you entered this hive in uh, with the couple of either desks or beds or whatever the blocks were um, just sitting there. But both the right and the left seem to have that. Uh, they don't seem to have anything in them uh, that you can see. Okay. Well, let's not go that way then. Um, straight ahead. Okay. Owen, what were you? I just realized something. We, what, you were, what, we, what we should have done is before we got here, we should have used the bowl of scrying because we like you know your brother's name to make sure that he was like you know actually alive before we that started this endeavor. That would have been smart. <laughs> we can do it now. Do it now. We're sort of moving. We How can take a minute. Go into a bowl and look down real quick. Well, it does take a, a few minutes to, you know, fill the bowl up and do the incantation and all that stuff, but you can do it right now if you want to. I mean, we're just wandering, right? So maybe if we could get a, an idea of where he is, that would help us. Maybe tuck into one of those rooms and, like, use it as a, like, a stronghold kind of thing for us. Um, just to, to confuse the thing even more, you can see the passage continues ahead of you. And after about another 50 feet, there is another passage that goes off to the right side. And the passage, you know, disappears in the darkness in front of you. Let's just duck into this room that's similar to the one we are just in and do the scrying. Just real quickly. Okay. So you're going to duck into uh, one of these side rooms and then... Uh, uh, you know, whether they're offices or bedrooms or whatever in, in Arlen, you can pull the bowl out and fill it up and quickly do the incantation. Yep. Okay. And uh, you call out Nakar's name and nothing appears in the bowl. What, what does that mean again? If nothing appears at all? Well, you don't know if that means that uh, he's not around or um, you've had trouble finding um, Galchabar in the past. So, um, you know, it might mean he's that he's shielded by some power. Can I can I try and scry on somebody else that like I know that they probably won't be like shielded from anything like my mom or something? Um, sure. You only get to use it three times a day, but 
I'll leave you down to one time, but uh, you certainly can. That's that's fine. Okay, and um, so you uh, go and call your mother's name out, and there's your mom. She's um, sitting there on the farm, and obviously by this time it's like uh, late afternoon, evening, and uh, you uh, you know the 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 farm is is doing the usual stuff, buttoning up for the night. You know the uh, they're putting the cattle into the pens, and they're. Uh, you're making sure that, you know, the evening feed is being done for all the animals and all that. And it's kind of nice to see the uh, kind of warm autumnal glow of, of uh, the farm there. Most of the uh, the fields have been have been uh, harvested. There's just a few left out there. Apples are hanging heavy on the tree. Cool. So now I know that it's not just like something preventing outer things. Either heat is being shielded by something or he no longer exists neither of those are good <laughs> all right let's move forth right uh, I think our conditions still haven't changed we don't know where we're going we're not sure where the guy's at and we don't have a way back out of here what? so we kind of do need a plan because right now we have none except for wander I think move forward until we find a place where they store captives. And I was thinking if we wanted to do invisible shadow stepping Adri, but these elithids tend to know you're there and I, I don't want to put her in a position where she gets blasted. That was kind of my thought too. They do seem to be a whole another level up from uh, the foes you faced in the past. There's no doubt about that. Well, let's just go forward then and hope for the best, but we're, we're, you know, well, very all Hey, Connor. Hey, Connor. What's your call? Call for what? Are we... Like, where should we go? I think we should go forward checking the side rooms until we find somewhere that the uh, Illithids are keeping captives and see if her brother is there. Let's do it. Okay, so we can move down the hall to that next intersection. Okay, and... Well, let's look... Did the hallway to the left look just like this room to the right here? Exactly, yeah. It just seems to be another couple of these chambers that you've encountered just sort of branching off of each other. But there's nothing in there, just these weird blocks. They're not, they're not, they're not like containment cells or something, are they? No, they're in fact, they're, they're completely just... open. There's no doors or anything. All right. I, I would think if they're thrall beds, thralls probably wouldn't escape, or the elithids would consider them too harmless to escape or something. All right, let's keep going up the main road then. Okay, so you move about 50 feet more forward and get to that uh, one other uh, passage on the right. And this one immediately opens up into a much larger room. It is about um, 25 feet uh, long and once again just kind of curves up from the bottom to a point at the top um, and is but this one's kind of oblong it's uh, almost lobate and this one has um, six of those blocks instead of two uh, but uh, remember how there was like some sort of a metal mechanical device with kind of antenna pointing out of it in the other rooms that's not present here it's just the blocks and on each of those blocks is a, a humanoid 
Um, the one first one in front of you is a drow male. And then after that is um, another Durogar. Uh, there's actually a halfling from the surface in the next one. And then the uh, two after that appear to be um, some uh, of the deep gnomes. And unlike the thralls that you ran into previously, these ones um, are not dressed in rags, but kind of robes, almost like you saw the robes the uh, Illithids were wearing. But like the thralls that you just saw, they're just lying there on their backs, staring at the ceiling, um, you know, kind of unaware, uh, just like the, the same slack expression that the thralls had. Do I recognize the drow? Actually, you do. It's uh, Kidro, and uh, he was a friend of your brother's. Well, we got to get them out of there. Okay, um, are you going to... Do we know anything about illithid mind wipe reversal? Um, no, not really. Hmm. That would be pretty... Uh pretty advanced knowledge you might might be something in one of the libraries but uh and maybe galchavar knows something about it but uh certainly you guys don't have anything right offhand can i examine these bot this the per like the halfling or something just okay um yeah so like i said it's uh the drow the halfling or excuse me the drow the duragar the halfling and then the deep gnomes they don't look wounded. They're just sitting there vacantly. They, yeah, they do not appear to have any physical wounds on them. Um, they're just like I said, just staring up into space, unaware, um, not really even blinking. And I got to say, they don't look good. Um, you know, the uh, the uh, drow male is so pale; he's almost gray in color. Um, so, um, you know, whatever they've been through, it's it's been harrowing. Are they do they when you say gray what color were the elithids um they're kind of a deep deep gray color so is this kind of appearing that gray well, or like deep gnome gray or um it's uh it's definitely a, a lighter you know kind of a grayish shade instead of that nice onyx black um certainly not the same color as the elithids is there anything else about these that seem out of place um, give me a, uh, investigation roll. 20. 20. Um, apparently, um, you would think that, uh, the, uh, uh, drow, Kidro's, um, hands seem, they seem as if they have cut off one finger on each hand. So he's only got three instead of four. Um, that's. It's hard to tell exactly Wait, I'm why. I'm sorry. Wait. He has three instead of the normal four fingers? Yeah, so instead of having four fingers and a thumb, he's only got oh, oh, you're three. And, and, and you, you can't really, okay. You can't really see, you know, you can't see a wound or anything because the, the sleeves of the cloak kind of cover up. You just see the fingers sticking out, but there's only three and not the four fingers. Um, did we notice the lightness of skin on the drow that we fought? At the other room? No, they seem to be just hmm. like haggard, but normal humanoids of their types. Okay. Do we want to leave this group here or keep... Do, Do we want to leave this group behind us? Should we tie them up some way? Um, I don't think we have the time. I think we need to find our brother and go. 
Well, Kidro is your brother's friend. He, if anybody knows anything, he probably does. He was probably sent in the same group that attacked the uh, the hive to begin with. Do we think that he could respond? Well, I mean, so tell me again. So are they like hooked up to something or are they just they are on these blocks? Just lying on the blocks, staring at the ceiling. Well, yeah, let's let's get him off of the block. Okay, so who, are you going to go up to him, Adri? Yes, okay. and I want to like check for a pulse and things like that too. Okay, um, so you go up and and uh, you do are you gonna do a wrist check or are you gonna do a neck like like a throat throat check? Okay, of, like, and neck, yeah. there is a slow but deep pulse there. Um, but as you touch the pulse there, you just see Kidro's eyes kind of blink, as if you know he was in some sort of um, you know stunned uh, suspension and. He kind of looks over you and he says, Adri, what are you doing here? We're here to get you out of here. He says, oh, it's, it's too late, but, but Adri, you should know your, your brother fought fiercely before he fell. I was stunned and taken captive, but he fought on. I, my last thing I saw before they dragged me away, he had his foes piled around him, almost up to his knees. Um, and I saw them bear him to the ground. But he he went bravely, Adri. He fought to the very end. He's dead. Uh, I, I saw them grab his head with their tentacles. They did that to others. It was, it was horrible. They... They ate their brains. What are they doing with you here? I. And he just looks at you and he just has this really sad expression on his face. And he says, please kill me, kill me before it happens. And then all of a sudden his eyes grow really wide and his mouth kind of goes round like he's in some sort of horrible pain. And then it's absolutely horrifying. His eyes that would have, were that beautiful, um, pure white, all of a sudden turn black and bulge outwards. His skull begins to plump up and become larger. And he, you can just, I mean, he's silently screaming, you can see. And tentacles just start immediately growing out of his face. And all, my dad all of a sudden, he, yeah, you know, you're gonna, looking at the I face like of an illithid, and he says to you, in, you can hear this in his in your head, he's not actually saying it, he says, my name is Guthul, and I am hungry. And um, before you guys can plunge your daggers in, you uh, are hit by a mind blast from him. So I need a... Intelligence saving throw from everybody. So, Cotter? 23. Okay, you make it. And Craval? 19. Okay, you make it. And then uh, Noan? 17. Okay, you were able to make it. Adri? 14. No. Wait, am I, is that, did you add the plus three? Did you add the plus oh. three? 
No, okay. 17. 17, okay, yeah, you, you make it. And Arlen? 10. Okay. So Gahul blasts all oh. of you, and you just see kind of Arlen uh, sitting there back stunned, and that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, cetamorphosis. Um, yeah, it's not really well explained basically anywhere in the literature. It just sort of is. It just sort of happens. The illithids, the mind flayers, have a larva, and they insert it into the head of the victim. And slowly over time, it grows and grows, eating away the victim's brain. And then at some magical moment, boom, you transform into a mind flare. You uh, grow the tentacles, you take on the mind flare aspects, you lose a finger. I don't know how that happens, but there you are. And boom, you got a new mind flare. And that's how mind flayers are born. Uh, the uh, larva uh, takes the place of the head and, and away you go. Some Sometimes it seems like they actually, like, I don't know, the head explodes or falls off and the new one appears. But... I chose to do it this way. Um, it's pretty horrifying. It's pretty icky. But then mind flayers are horrifying and icky. So there we are. Anyway, so speaking of that, the party has a mind flayer in their presence. Uh, this time they seem to have rolled as well as they rolled poorly the first time. And uh, only one of them is stunned. And uh, let's see what they can do with this situation. They're kind of depleted and down on uh, supplies. But hopefully they can recover from this shock and surprise. Can they do it? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>